Hello and welcome back to Living Well, your podcast sponsored by Live Well Seniors, Senior Living Solutions. If you have any questions for Senior Living Solutions and Live Well Seniors, you can call them at 563-265-1553. And as always, our guest today is Rhonda Halterman. She is the founder and owner, as well as a senior resource specialist. And then we also have another special guest today. It's Cammie Gray. She is also a senior resource specialist here at LiveWell. And as always, I'm your host, Sean Leary. Rhonda, Cammie, thank you very much for being on the show. Yeah, thanks for having us. Now today, uh, Cammie, you also are a realtor, and that brings up uh, the topic of today's show, which is going to be um, selling your parents' home, looking for the best uh, deal, uh, what to do if you need to sell your parents' home. A lot of times, um, parents are looking to downscale, go into uh, uh, senior-assisted living um, or a smaller apartment even, and... um, that's uh, it's kind of a difficult process is uh, you know making that happen and navigating the social situations in regard to it so um we'll start off just by asking um why should you need to sell your parents home what are the situations under which you should seriously consider selling their home well uh, i mean i guess there's a couple different outlooks on that one the main one would be to fund their next move Mm -hmm. so if they're going to go to assisted living community or independent living a lot of times they need to sell their current home to pay for their next step what whatever it may be um so that's probably the most relevant reason um the other reason would be maintenance Mm -hmm. you know if they want to keep it and try assisted living that's fine for maybe a short term but long term, you know, then somebody's got to come over and do lawn care, snow removal, mm-hmm. regular uh, maintenance on the home. So that can be a bit of a, a bit of a project. Mm-hmm. Um, also, if they've got, uh, have they've had a health care decline, unfortunately, or had to have a hospital stay, something of that nature. A lot of times, the homes aren't equipped to deal with any of the needs that they that they currently have. Correct? Uh, yeah, depending on how the home is currently set up and. Um, you know, if it's a ranch, if it's meant to age in place, which I would say majority of the homes in this area probably were not built that way. Mm-hmm. So usually it's just not safe for them to stay there anymore. Um, of course, there's a financial side of selling a home, which you know everyone thinks about, you know, putting it on the market, those things of that nature. But there's also an emotional side, particularly in regard to situations of this sort. Right. Uh, a lot of times parents have been in the home for a long time, decades. This right. has been their home for the majority of their lives, and that's always tough. How do you navigate and where do you begin um, with a situation that's that emotionally delicate? Uh, so I think you have to break it down into steps. First of all, you probably need to contact Rhonda to make sure they have a safe place to go. Um, and then, you know, Rhonda has some relationships with moving companies to help them downsize and sort through their stuff. Mm-hmm. I think kids come in thinking they can do it, but it's usually a little overwhelming emotionally and just from a time standpoint mm-hmm. and, and exhausting, actually. So the first thing is you have to move them. And get all of their stuff sorted through. And then from there, you know, you can consult a realtor and figure out the next best steps as far as listing it and marketing the home. How difficult can it be with all of the belongings and all the stuff inside of the house and trying to <laughs> figure that out? Well, I mean, I suppose each case is different and how emotionally tied you are. So sometimes I think the parents 
are not as tied to it as the kids. Mm -hmm. You know, the kids leave all of their high school um, awards and maybe cap and gown. And, you know, so the kids sometimes have a harder time probably going through some of that stuff. And it's a lot of memories. So sometimes the parents do too, but Rhonda could probably answer that one maybe a little clearer than I can. But yeah. Well, I just think that with parents, you know, the people who need to sell their home to fund their care, um, they're emotionally tied to their home because, you know, that's your first, one of your first independence, you know, accessories that you get as a, as a grown adult, you buy your home. And like mm -hmm. you said, Sean, some of these people have been in their home for 30, 40, 50, mm -hmm. 60 years even. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so, and then as an older adult too, because they're so fiercely independent, they don't know how to get started. They physically know they can't go through all the things in their house and they can't, you know, move the things. So then they're just paralyzed. They don't know how to move forward. And then of course, fear that's the biggest barrier for people to move forward in selling their home is the fear of the next step. You know, uh, people have misconceptions of what that next level of care really is. It's mm -hmm. not your grandparents or your parents' nursing home anymore. It's, you know, cruise ship-like living. It's, you know, right. independent living experiences. So it's a lot different. So I think those are all the emotional factors that tie into it. But like Cammy mentioned, Getting the person moved first, if they're in a health crisis and they need to transition to that next level of care, you really have to focus on that. We can worry about all this stuff, you know, by hiring a professional to come in and, and help move the things or pack the things or sort the things, but just get them moved with the things that are important to them right away. That's mm -hmm. the most important. Um, from a financial standpoint, now, obviously, the market now is kind of, you know, up. It's kind of booming. Um, how do you deal with uh, the, the transitions and the vagaries of the market? Sometimes it's up, sometimes it's down. Um, how much, you know, would you want to ask for the house? How long do you keep it on the market if it's having a difficult time selling? Um, what are some things that you need to think about in terms of the financial aspect of putting the house on the market, taking care of it, and um, getting that sale? So right now, obviously, the market is up, so inventory is really low, so that gives you some luxuries that you probably wouldn't have before. Um, you know, once we you have it emptied and ready to put on the market, the time it sits on the market is pretty low like mm -hmm. it will usually sell within a day or two so you have the luxury maybe of taking a month to get the house ready whereas before if it's going to sit six months to a year in a slow market you don't have that luxury mm -hmm. so um you know it's a it's a great time right now to sell because the inventory is so low but mm -hmm. i forgot your question <laughs> what uh, what type of houses seem to be going uh, the fastest in this market? And I know that like all houses seem to be just right. zipping off the market, but what type of houses in particular? You know, I still think it's the um, starter homes. I think the homes in the two to three hundred thousand range are probably selling the fastest. Mm -hmm. um, they're all selling, so you know that's obviously great. But um, the two to three hundred thousand, where it's either people that are starter homes or people that are downsizing, mm -hmm. seem to be the ones that are probably moving the quickest. Okay. Um, now, some people think um, the market's gonna, this house is gonna sell itself. Uh, I'm just gonna put it on the market myself, and then I'll keep the money and I'll cut a realtor out of it. Right. What is the reason for someone for uh, that they? What's the reason that they should get a realtor? That they shouldn't put it on the market themselves and just you know hang a sign outside and you know hope for the best. Um, it's a huge financial transaction, right? So all licensed realtors, we have to get licensing in all different areas. So the biggest thing right now in this market is yes, you can list it and sell it. That's probably 
going to happen. Um, the thing we're seeing now, though, is the for sale by owners and the ones that are doing it themselves are leaving money on the table. And mm-hmm. and then they don't know how to navigate. You know, you have 50 people that want to see your house in a two-day period. They don't even know how to navigate showing that many people their homes. So then they get tired and they just take whichever offer mm-hmm. seems reasonable. So once you get your house on the market and you have all these people coming through, a lot of times you'll get what's called multiple offers. So you might get 10 offers. So then we have to sit down and navigate which one might be the best offer. Mm-hmm. It's not always price, even though I know that's common misconception. A lot of times it's, you know, what kind of financing they have, um, how long before they can close and, you know, they're different, different things that factor right. into it. So the biggest thing I think is price. A realtor has to come in and price it correctly. You know, you don't want it to be outrageous where it sits on the market forever. And you don't want it to be low where you're leaving money on the table either. Right. So, and then we also, it has to appraise. So you can't just throw any number out there. Right. <laughs> right. So. Um, what are some of the more important things in terms of decluttering, in terms of presenting the house in the best fashion? Um, I think decluttering is huge. I'm kind of a minimalist anyway. So, you know, if you're going to walk into a home and um, you have all your stuff in there and in boxes, and you, you know, it's hard to visualize what it should be. I think even though the market's great, I don't know that I would do major improvements, but I think you should get all your stuff out of the way, paint, clean, and it, it needs to show well. Mm-hmm. So somebody can come in and visualize, you know, what they're going to do with the space. Um, how do you uh, get around the emotions that are going to be inherent in regard to making this type of transaction, especially if it is a house that the family has had for 30, 40, 50 years, kids have grown up in, they remember, oh, that's the banister that we used to slide down, and that's the kitchen where we built, where we made Christmas cookies, etc. How do you get around those type of uh, feelings and sort of go into it with a clearer head? Um, I mean, it's inevitable, but I think going back to getting your parents moved first i think once you see them in their new home and they're happy and they're thriving it's a little easier to emotionally maybe let go of the old home um anything else that we have not talked about that you want to mention that you feel is really important for people to know in regard to the subject um i mean i think we covered the basics obviously you know if i'm working with a senior as far as getting them into their new home i i mean my advice to the family is get the house ready but maybe don't get rid of all their stuff just yet let them know that they have a place to come home to if after 30 days they don't like where they're at they can always come back home usually just that peace of mind of knowing you didn't sell everything out from under them helps a little bit and Rhonda, is there anything else that you would like to add in terms yeah, of the subject? I think, I think really just to kind of dovetail off what Cammy just said as far as, so us adult children, we have these ideas of what, what it means to downsize and get rid of our parents' stuff. And sometimes we can be insensitive to what that means, mm-hmm. you know, to, to the parents, you know. So I think being respectful of what your parents want and what, what's important to them. I mean, it is their stuff. Right. Um, there might not be a lot of emotional or real value to this stuff, but to your parents, it, it means something. So don't be mm-hmm. disrespectful. of We're just going to throw that stuff away or we're going to get a dumpster and get rid of everything. Just be mindful that this is what they've worked for their whole lives. So if you can kind of set your emotions aside a little bit, too, as an adult child to respect your parents' desires, I think that can soften the blow with with the whole transition in and of itself. And, Rhonda, uh, where can people get a hold of you to discuss this matter further and, um, you know, talk about any other concerns that they might have? So we have our direct line at 563 265 
1-800-273-5553. And then, of course, our website is www.livwellseniors.com. And, Cami, how can people get a hold of you if they need to discuss this? Um, so my cell phone number is 563-320-0775. Awesome. Thank you for listening to Living Well Today. I'm your host, Sean Leary. Once again, my guests, Rhonda Halterman and Cami Gray. And um, we hope you tune in to our next podcast. Uh, feel free to contact Living uh, Live Well Seniors, <laughs> uh, Senior Living Solutions, for any uh, questions you may have or any of your senior care needs. Again, you can contact them at 563-265-1553, or you can check out livewellseniors.com. That's L-I-V-W-E-L-L-S-E-N-I-O-R-S.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Sean Leary, and hope that you're living well.